0: system the best way I can for my own good and for my family and my people and fight for what's right for other people but you just can't deny where where we started you can't trust me even our even our founding fathers they did not create this country you know with us with me in the equation they never intended (laughs) for us to be in the conversation so I mean people even people even forget the 13th amendment this country is still built on slavery. Nothing has changed. The 13th Amendment only says that, you know, unless convicted of a crime, right? Like, that's, it's still, that doesn't mean you, slavery is actually abolished entirely, no. It means it's abolished except when punishable for a crime and duly convicted. You gotta read the whole thing. This yes. country is still built on free labor. Everything that we do. If you took the labor component out of a company, they'd even be more profitable than they are now. One of the major costs in running any business is labor. Labor, labor, labor. So if if all of us decided, hey, y'all, let's start a company and we're not going to pay anybody for two years, or if we pay them, we're going to pay them like pennies on the dollar. you have any idea what kind of wealth we'd be able to accumulate for ourselves and our families that then generations after us would be able to benefit from that's only two years so now let's make it two four ten twenty forty a hundred two hundred four hundred come on that disparity is like that's what we're working against it's such a huge monster such a huge bubble now there's you know there's no way it's it's going to hard yeah it's
1: not it's going to be hard to regain how and do you how backtrack
0: like that's what i'm saying we've waited so many conversations i mean so many generations that have the conversation
1: yeah. it's now such a big
0: thing to give up it's such a we big really experience. it's and, and that's why nobody gave it up earlier <laughs> you know because yeah. Even yeah. then you know that one week was long or that one year was long but now we got 100 2 3 4 i mean the yeah. fact that 1619 was the first documented you know like um You know, existence and and of of Africans being trafficked here. Um, You know, we talk about we're against human trafficking. If we really were, we'd be holding all these companies responsible who trafficked all of us here in the first place. You know, we are the ultimate, we are the supreme example of human trafficking and what you can develop and what you can grow and how profitable you can be. By doing it, why would anybody do anything different if this is such a successful experience, such
1: a successful experiment?
2: How do we get to an equity encyclopedia? Like, you know, with what Heather was saying and about, you know, where we are in the conversation, how do we get to an equity encyclopedia? Like, how do we start to unravel? I mean, I heard some clear no's. We're not going to fix it. And we know that even the founding fathers were like it's damned from jump we know it but we're, are we ready to vote against ourselves no are we ready to <laughs> right vote our ownership no right you know, but they straight up said in that room when they was talking like this is damned like this yep. is messed up unless we do this this way it's damn. So do we want to oh well give it some wiggle room. It can be amended, you know, maybe yeah. we can damn it through. Right,
0: right, right. So like, but uh, even then, yes. even then all white folks weren't in the conversation. Unless you an actual wealthy landowner and mm-hmm. already a man and a family of influence, you know, and prestige and reputation, even even other people who look just like them weren't in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe you weren't in the conversation either. So right back to Michael's right statement, you know what I'm saying? Anybody women couldn't even do. own
3: women couldn't even have property on no. their own property assign their own exactly. checks. a couple generations exactly. ago and exactly. under the one and under the one dropper somebody owes me one sixteenth of a mule somewhere yeah. that's all I you know can. i'm saying <laughs> straight up <laughs> right. you know you know the, the I mean, penalty. But you want right. to talk so about the conversation I got the yeah, conversation
0: small percentage of, I'm sorry good
3: no I was just saying that just the, having the conversation I mean I, I have I, my father's Italian my mother's black so I have a conversation with now years later with my italian family and and everybody acts like they're surprised meanwhile everything was spoken in italian to hide all the all the uh, all the racism all the racist words are being said in italian and i'm like how, how come i'm the only cousin that doesn't speak italian and my grandparents were like the most racist out of all of the family members and they only had my one child my father and he married my mother so it was uh, you know it was a, a big deal they disowned him. it was all this our entire my entire existence has been can somebody have a conversation but it's very similar to listening to men because when you listen to men who are misogynistic, and you say, hey, as a woman, "Hey, I got a problem." Oh, you don't think I'm having a hard time at my job? And so, no. it's, like, as and I do stand up, so for me, and I'm like a surprise because nobody knows what I am. So when I go on stage, it's like you have. I, I know that I have to navigate. Oh, it's too soon. I can't say that. I have to mm. move this here and bring that there. It's a strategy. Exactly. How do you get people to mentally be open? To what you're That's saying, right. you know, and, and right. I think it's hard to, you know, like I said, because I'm a question, they don't expect me to go, but it doesn't mean they're white knuckling when I start going there. You know, it's just, it's, it just, it, it really comes down to the arts. It's a lot of what you were saying about the, the conversation of like what you learned in school and those after programs, which is how do you take challenging topics. Um, and and you know you're really blessed to be down in, in in Atlanta as a black actor working with the Tyler Perry and all the you're in a renaissance right now. There's a renaissance that's happening that you know that can if there's any change. Most of the education that's been happening, if any education, it's all been coming through the arts. It's all been coming from musical artists, hip hop artists, comedians. So it's, there's, there's always been a way. And the more the barrier gets, you know, somebody kept saying, Oh, the, somebody said to me, there's more, uh, there's a lot of mixed kids. I'm like, yeah, but then they, their white (laughs) parents are telling them that, Oh no, now it's different. (laughs) Well, you're half white, you know, and it's all different. And like, you know, what one generation earlier, you were just considered black. So it wasn't your nothing changed for you. So you have to be, really aware and you really have to search but i think i think that the blessing is is being in the arts um because we have the ability to take people with closed minds and bring them down a road that that they um would never go on in or allow themselves to go on to i mean i remember working for me let me ask you this
1: guys so let me ask you this is there a fear uh i think she's gonna
0: tell a story mo hold on i think she's about to
3: it, was, I was, I she, was in,
0: it sounded like she was about to go somewhere,
3: you know. I, well, I was going to the, I'm KKK, sorry, I'm sorry. the KKK I'm sorry. group that I was about to go to. I, I had to do a show um, in Fort Wayne, I'm Indiana, bad, which is the KKK capital. And, um, and, I mean, literally, guys, my opening line was I didn't know Duck Dynasty had a fashion line because it was like these guys <laughs> where they had the beers down here. They were all in camouflage. They had the Confederate hats on. And I have to go do an hour. So it's like, okay, um, but I know i got to do my family because that's, that's my material. But it, it, it's, it's really, it's like spinning a bunch of dishes, a pile of dishes, knowing that at any moment you move this one, one angle, it's all gonna, all the dishes are gonna fall down. But you know, the, the thing is, is that there's, there's ways <laughs> to do it, but the more socially conscious we all are as artists, and the, more, um, and the more educated we are, and the more we have, we have the conversation, um, others, I think others follow. I think it makes a difference.
1: Well, I was going to ask you guys, does. you and Lamont, I was going to ask you on Lamont this, is there a fear of talking about it? Even you, Felicia, like Lamont, the, the stance that you're taking and the, the, the intelligence of history and being able to talk about it, do, do you think that would affect you getting a job? for Maya, do you think talking about it will affect I'll be I'll, the be I'll be I'll be
0: transparent about that it's definitely a thought that that comes
1: to mind from time
0: to time you know um and similarly though I think some of what Maya is saying is it's it's a dance in is this the right place for that you know mm-hmm. is this the right time is this right. the right audience and sometimes it's like you know what this is gonna piss a whole bunch of people off, but that's exactly why this is the right time, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's other times where it's like, yeah, this is gonna piss people off. I'm probably gonna have hell to pay uh, um and this might not be the best time, but is there ever a, a great time? So let me choose my words wisely. Mm-hmm. Let me be uh empathetic and and um and you know, compassionate with my tone. Let me, you know, and unfortunately, it's also something that we all have to be mindful of. But I definitely feel like there's a different level of pressure as a man and then even being my size. And again, all due respect, being a masculine man and, you know, all of that, like there's there's things that you have to do almost like, okay, let me dial down my perceived level of, you know, threat. You know, like I got to minimize myself. (laughs) I have to soften myself so, you know, so that even what I'm saying will be, you know, ideally better received and heard with the right kind of, uh, again, uh, demand, but also um, understanding, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's demanding, but it's understanding at the same time. And it's a really delicate line to walk, but I think that. It is important to do both. You know, it's like, hey, um, I'm going to challenge you, even though you might not want to be challenged. But at the same time, I'm going to be sensitive to your feelings, sensitive to the fact that this is a delicate topic. This might not be the best time. This also could be a, you know, a delicate, you know, like medium to be having this and, you know, hopefully people don't like, oh, I'm not sure we want to hire that guy because if these are the kind of things he's going to be talking about when he has his media opportunities, mm, right. we yeah. might not be. Mm-hmm. We might not want to be associated with that or right. we're not really right. sure right. we trust exactly. him not crossing the line and then making us, or oh, we don't want to really have to answer to that. So yeah, you, you definitely know that that's the kind of um, fear and I'll say even sometimes cowardice that some of our, because uh, this is capitalism. All that's right. really important is you know, cause even we all walk that line. I don't want to mm-hmm. be pimped or exploited, but at the same time, I understand that I'm a commodity and mm-hmm. people feel like yeah. I'm a valuable commodity that right. they can, that will help to generate revenue for them. Mm-hmm. I continue to have value. Right. right. At the yeah. same time, I know hoe. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm right. not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a slave, but yeah. hey, at the same time you are working for somebody else, you know, right. and they got you on contract, you're their property. For a certain right. period of time so right. all of these things are really kind of delicate kind of little nuance and you just have to understand as best you can what you're up against how important it is to really confront what it is that needs to be confronted and i right. think have the uh the information have the maturity have the compassion the vocabulary mm-hmm. um you know to to be able to articulate it and be in an intelligent conversation but i think also to felicia's point you got to be clear who am I talking to again? <laughs> who, are who are these yeah. listeners? Who's the yeah. host? you know yeah. who are these people gonna be watching? What time of day does this come on? I mean all yeah. of that like you yeah. have to still like it's yeah. this shape shifting we all have to do this code switching we mm-hmm. always yeah. have to do, and it it can even be frustrating in and of itself but but it's a skill, it's an important one, but yeah, it comes to mind every once in a while, like huh. I wonder if somebody ever had that conversation without me knowing yeah. behind my back. Like you know, we love this guy, but yeah. Yeah. He's, too, uh, so he's too progressive. I'm not. I'm not sure. He's he's too progressive. Vermont,
2: <laughs> let me ask you because everything you've been saying. So do you feel like uh, Black Lives Matter movement is it? There's not lasting change out of that at all, or is that just sort of another?
0: Oh, no, I absolutely believe it is. And I think it's a brilliant choice of words in a lot of ways, too, actually. There are times where sometimes I'm like, oh, that feels a little limiting. And then there's other ways I'm like, wow, that has so much breadth and possibility to it. So I just think, you know, we went from, you know, because even the civil rights movement, right? It's like the civil rights movement. Like, it's like it doesn't specifically say black civil rights, you know? When we said Black Power, people were shitting their pants, you know.
1: <laughs> right. So right. I
0: think there's something about being very specific about exactly what the hell we're talking about needs to be is very clear. And I think from a generational, you know, um, context, I think that's that is a progression. Um, yeah. Even though when the dialogue happened, it was clear that our civil rights leaders were talking about, you know, primarily the rights and equality of black people, that's not all they were talking about. So that's also right. why I said now, no. I, we're I talking, dig this these is what more we're specific about. about it. That also mm-hmm. doesn't mean, of course it doesn't mean nobody else's lives matter. That's, we never said that shit. We're yeah, s- we're focusing on the fact that we are emphasizing that we know we matter. We're reminding yo asses that we right. matter. And right. we're demanding, like I said, that um, that you restructure you know, policy, and you restructure, you know, different things so that um, that this is true. Right. It's not really about asking permission or asking for anybody else to validate that. But we're like, yo, we're letting you know, yo, dummy, Black Lives Matter, what are you doing belittling or treating, you know, people who are Black less than, like, listen, you need to understand, it's just, it really, in my opinion, it's really just another way of of framing and phrasing the equality, you know, yeah. um, uh, equation, you know, what I'm saying, it's yeah. just a different way of phrasing it. But it really is, I think it's a combination of it's a, it's a, it's an interesting combination, I think of a, I'm black, and I'm proud, even though it might yeah. not sound quite that empowering and progressive. I think it still is that I think it's very interesting that that language came from women, um, which is one of the other reasons why I've chosen to uh, embrace it a little bit more because I firmly believe if this country can really check itself and get out of its own way, I think it's more than beyond time that we let women lead the way we already seen how much we can fuck it up when men run the show oh, yes. like let's <laughs> let's not be too egotistical to get the hell out of the way and follow her lead you know what okay. I'm saying yeah. so I think from from a maternal perspective from you know women's suffrage like you know uh, one of two of you kind of also alluded to earlier I think Maya Heather may have been one of you um all of those things I think there's there's just certain things about it that I do believe it has it has a different kind of um oxygen to it that um that I don't believe um is going to just be trendy and uh it might be trendy because the media stops trending about it. It might be trendy because somebody else comes up with some newer language somewhere down the line, you know, that yeah. takes a hold or or gains some kind of momentum. But it's just like, what do we call ourselves? You know, black, Negro, African-American, you know, I say I'm a man of color, but let somebody call me colored. And I'll be like, what generation are you in? <laughs> right, so right. this stuff, <laughs> right? So True. these things like, sometimes it's like, is it just semantics, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, to some degree, yes, uh, maybe so. And then in other ways, it's like, no, not so much. You know, this mm-hmm. is, it's a very um, out loud, out front declaration of, you know, literally saying I am black, I matter. I need to say that out loud. So I hear myself say it and mm-hmm. I need to not be ashamed to say it out loud so that you hear it no matter how uncomfortable you are to hear it and to, have, and to have me say that. And again, that's part of that moment of awkwardness that I think we've been talking about all night mm-hmm. is yeah. when you say that and somebody hears that, you know, does that make them step, take a step right. towards you, you know, and right. want to engage with you and be part of that, you know, that forward movement? Or does it make them defensive? Does it make them confused? Does it make them feel threatened and uncomfortable and do they kind of right. back away from the conversation because it's too in your face and you know, and so that's going to be interesting to see how it continues to live and take shape um, throughout, you know, throughout the rest of our lives together and, um, and, and and what happens next, you know, I think we do have to be careful with it, like yeah. anything, but, um, but I'm, I'm totally for being Unapologetic about it. Yes. At the same time, I'm beyond saying um I'm sorry or like you know. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm sick
1: sorry. Of coming I'm in the sorry. Room, I like, have to say this. Yeah. Right. Right.
3: I'm, sick to in the I'm room sorry. I. have like, Right about the phrase. Hi. Hi uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm black and I.
0: <laughs> is, is that okay? Is that okay for me to say? Uh, you know. And I'm going to just, come. I'm, I'm entering the room with you. Is that, is, is that okay? Is everybody okay? <laughs> Can I be black right
3: here? Can I be black right here? But I think right. it's an interesting phrase because it's interesting how, because you get it's so obvious when people reject it because it's such a. Civil, Isn't it weird? But when it was civil rights, civil rights, it's civil rights and civil rights, it's this rights, that's rights. And when all of a sudden it's Black Lives Matter, and then you hear all the spin offs yeah. sound like, and, and what's so interesting is how demeaning like you're talking like you're scolding a child no all lives matter that's right really like, and, and let me
0: correct you
3: yes to, to have that um arrogance yes, yes. looking at uh yeah. you know
0: and, and that's what people don't even right. recognize people that, that that's exactly
3: telling the wrong they're all wrong it's like it's that a, speaks
0: it's to the classism that we've been dealing with our entire time here on this you know on yeah. this yeah. on this continent with with you yeah. know with folks that's exact it's almost like soon yeah. as they say that you're like bye yeah we we you know trust me like we're like see this is the shit i'm talking about you know you hear what you hear what he just said you know yeah. so <laughs> because yeah because they're so quick to reject it shows they're not ready shows that that defensiveness is still kind of in the way of really hearing the purity of the intention it's not it's not provoking a fight you know it's trying right. to speak to a purer place within you right. for you to understand that what i'm saying is true and if people would let that place work yes. and let that light and that source of love and 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 again true listening like yes. you know let god work through you for a minute you know get out of your own way get out your ego get out your guilt get out of Whatever your defensiveness may come from, just let get that stuff out the way. You know, the first thing you should say is, "Yes, you're right." Imagine mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't mean you matter less. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Well, no, I'm hoping like, it is lasting cool. change, right?
0: You know. Sorry. Yeah, I hope so too, Michael. Thank you, man. I appreciate you saying that.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, you, you know, Ma, I wanted to ask you this question. Uh, aside from this, but. If you if theater and film paid the same, which would you choose? Uh, it it wouldn't matter
0: because that that doesn't matter to me. Um, I mean, if you had to make
1: it if you had to make a choice.
0: That's really difficult. Um, I might say film because possibly because of its longevity. And I think maybe because film would incorporate the theater anyway, when theater might be devoid of, right, being able to be filmed. So, uh, because very much of everything I do in film and television, it's still the theater. I mean, you know, when you're on set, it's still a stage. And sometimes depending on the director or the talent that you're with, the style of the show, the content, those theatrical skills training techniques all of that stuff is still so relevant um you know you're very much sometimes i'm like oh i'm not on camera i'm you know i'm in i'm i'm on i'm on the stage and right. there're very there're very many times where i've just kind of clicked that button and not and you you know you kind of learn i don't these cameras aren't even here you know mm-hmm. um and you go right back to that. So, but it's tough, not, you know, I will say though, as, as a uh, I think the live energy still has something um, incredibly special about it as, as a storyteller, I'll say, right. I think there's always something really uh, powerfully organic about being, um, you know, spontaneous about having to, even the amount of time, so even though film might last longer in its recorded form, I think typically the fact that in the theater you get to do things longer, you get to, you get these these you know, like these do overs. You yeah. know what I mean? But do over sounds like you made a mistake and you need to fix yeah. something. Nah, it's right. the fact that you
4: have
1: you have to keep going.
0: You and yet, but but it gives you more and more time to sink your teeth into this character, to sink your teeth into these relationships and circumstances. And I think what you get in the theater is so much richer because of the amount of time that you get to delve into it mm-hmm. over and over and over. And you get to take what you did last night and the night before and last week and last month and you're like, huh, you know what? Like the trust that you learn to develop and your instincts and the, the skills that you develop as a listener, having that live energy there, even when people aren't saying a word, there's something very much that just traditional, you know, call and response. You can't play for laughs, you know, but when the audience is there with you, when you can Mm -hmm. hear a pin drop, it's so quiet, you know, you got them wrapped around your finger and you just hear one sniffle and, you know, and sometimes you don't even hear that because you're so into what's happening. You have no idea, you know, I, there's times it's like the curtains like coming down I'm like what the hell happened I don't remember like shit did I even say all my lines like what you're so in a zone sometimes it's yeah. an incredible incredible experience so you know all of these and that can happen in film you know in television too of course it definitely does but again they're both such you know they're so 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 similar naturally. But there're definitely differences and nuances about them. It'd be incredibly hard to give either one up. But just for the sake of our discussion, if I had to lean any one particular way, no pressure, man. No pressure. Not because of the money. (laughs) I would, I would say, film. Also, just because of you know the amount of time. Again, I've I've tried to do the best I can to do work that that you know is profound. That work that, that I'm that I can be proud of, and that speaks to all people, not just my people. And um, you know, it's it's it really. Are means you going to produce more
1: plays? Oh yeah, all of that. Tuskegee of that. was amazing, but it, bro, mean, but I, it I means love a lot it.
0: to be able to do stuff that, and I think it's cool that people can be can go back to it, you know, and mm-hmm. then it can it can live and exist for a long time. So because I've I again we've been trained even as Duke Ellington School of the Arts graduates that you go up there to give something away, you know, and yeah. I I I love for the fact that. You know, all these years I've been able to spill my guts out as sometimes as, you know, <laughs> embarrassing as it can be to be so vulnerable for so long in front of so many, you know, thousands of millions of people. Um, there's also something about that that makes me incredibly proud to have been willing to sacrifice myself like that. Oh, man, and that's, for that's that amazing to too reach brother. for that to touch and reach as many people as possible,
1: you know, um, yeah. so
0: that reach, you know, I think is much greater in a way. And maybe that's it, too. you know. But like, your
1: focus, your you focus know. was amazing. You stayed focused. You never went off the uh, trail. You stayed focused. I appreciate focused. that, man. Yeah. Thank you, you man. focused, and that's, that's amazing. You're such and, a
0: positive, encouraging brother, man. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, that is have always been like that, too, man.
4: <laughs> I never no, said I was first.
0: <laughs> Come on, little little season like, uh, of
4: Greenleaf is now, right? Greenleaf is the last season
0: yes the last one we got like maybe wow i think we might only have two episodes left
4: yeah you got two there's a question i know you can't answer this but i'm gonna ask you anyway anyway. (laughs) yeah percy's sister is that your baby (laughs) who percy's sister percy the one percy oh basie basie right is basie's sister's baby yours
1: you can't ask no. that. No, you
4: can't. He can't that. <laughs> and I ain't gonna say no to straight face. So,
0: so, so, hold on. So, so the 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 girl that you saw with the babies that wasn't Basie's sister. That was Alexa. That was one of the young ladies that used to be the secretary at the church that you that you saw Jacob having an affair with at the very beginning. That was Alexa. That wasn't Basie's that was Alexa.
1: sister. That was Alexa. Oh, okay. That was
0: Alexa.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. Don't mess so it up she, for she, me, Pam, because I, I I binge watch. So I wait and then I oh, don't oh, watch yeah. you, you got
4: time.
0: Don't yeah. Worry. Oh yeah, they're gonna be some time. So by the time it comes up, then you'll be like, oh, this is what
4: this Exactly. You got a lot of time. <laughs> you know. Nah, don't dude, worry. But
0: yeah, I, it's 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 interesting the way the way it happens though, Mo. You just dude, wait till you get hooked
1: to hooked on that shit. I couldn't stop, bro. Just wait till you get to this that moment that right you're talking
0: about. You're gonna be like Man, <laughs> I can't wait. To tomorrow Ooh. I can't wait.
1: You're gonna be looking and, at all
0: three of them like this. And
1: your wife on that show had me pissed off, bro. I was pissed. She pissed
0: everybody off. Oh yeah. man, how
1: dare she? How dare she?
4: <laughs>
0: Damn. Is she off the chain, <laughs> off the chain. And trust me, that ain't that ain't. Oh, you know what? I'm trying not give it up, give it away. You can't. i was gonna be wild. I could tell. You, screw,
4: I could see you, where it's you going. screwing. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you screwing
1: up
0: the conversation, bro.
1: <laughs> no. I'm gonna cut this off now. You get these getting upset. Back.
0: Look, <laughs> disconnect him from the conversation so we can talk freely. <laughs> Cut him off. Michael hang hang him up. <laughs> up. <laughs> hang Mr. hang Mr. up with him close us. Like,
2: Well, Mike my big <laughs> question—I have one big question for Lamont. What's it like struggling with being so handsome? Is it something that <laughs> <laughs> I can't even answer that? When
0: Listen, I can actually answer tall. that. I can actually <laughs> answer that in a very educated <laughs> way, but I'm gonna stay away from that. <laughs>
1: Uh, Let me tell you something this dude <laughs> this dude was looking good in high school I mean I I had I couldn't get a I couldn't keep a girlfriend because they would go to Lamont like, oh my that's God, not, true they're, yeah, they're, yeah, really not true at all yeah no, I, not I, true at all I definitely wasn't hey, stealing God.
0: anybody's girl in high school all right.
1: they, he, he would just be like excuse me excuse me uh, <laughs> <I'm not."> yeah <laughs> Not the mention. You know mention, what's funny Lequan is I do, spoke a number I, of languages too. This guy was like fucking brilliant. Like he would. Say, I did, really? I do
0: remember. Getting, what other
1: languages? Um, to what your point. Languages?
0: To your point, Mike. I was like voted most attractive senior superlative. <laughs> well, know, I, I didn't vote. <laughs> Look, didn't, boy, it's
4: it's a, so to trouble it. too. It's yeah, a
2: challenge. People think being so handsome. You know, it's it's a it's a blessing, but you know, it's not easy. It's difficult. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> could start a support group. The three of you could really start a support group. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's not, not easy. Oh,
1: oh, no, Lamont. First up. of all, first of all, Lamont is 6'3". He's tall. Oh so, wow. it's, No, I know. it. So he was, rare he was, I know in high school we all all us little guys be like, "Hey, Lamont, what's up, man? <laughs> can you go away? Cause uh, I'm trying to pick up." <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But I would never hang around Very genetically I I just, gifted. You know, I show both of them love and keep it pushing.
1: Lamont, were you going to play pro ball too one time? Yeah. 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 You yeah. Were. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's so right. just yeah, one of the cross the board.
1: Just genetically just gifted. gifted. Man. Fine, gifted, Fine. <laughs> whatever. Any guy, I mean, I'm mean, i not competitive. I'm not competitive. mike
4: got an attitude now.
2: Okay, no. <laughs> work your lane, Michael. Work your, work your white lane. That's your job. You do it well,
0: so work the hell out of am yeah, that's all I got, I guess, so I'll try. <laughs> work it, man. Come
2: on, the hair slip back. I mean, you know,
0: I mean, yeah, man, listen, I, I have, I can't really take, uh, there's a lot of things I really can't take credit for, even that. You know, right. I come from two beautiful people, man. So I didn't have anything to do with that other than uh, not, yeah. you know, <laughs> not undoing their work, you know. Right. You always remain humble, ability. too,
1: brother. You've always been humble you know, and um, just a good human being, bro. Amen. I must say Thank that. You You're never Thank changed. You. I love that about you, brother. Nah, yeah, I feel
0: like these are the same conversations we had, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about Masavia. When we started to do the show, it was just like, like Pam's been a lifelong friend. Heather, I do all my writing projects and producing projects. Oh, yeah. With Mike and Felicia. And it's funny, because being in these isolations, and I'm in, we're in LA, but I'm a New Yorker, and it's like, this is like giving me that fuel to like, I don't feel like I'm stuck in crazy land anymore. Right. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I get to be with my my friends. A yeah, days. and still be
0: part of the community that you're you know you're part of, even though you know we're separated by geography. Yeah. 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 We can chop it up like this anytime y'all want, man. We got the time. I, we don't oh, even have to great. do this online. You know, yeah, I, know exactly. I'm not, I mean, I mean not at least through Masavia, if I qualify, I might not qualify as inner <laughs> circle, but even uh, if, I, uh, uh, even yeah, if right. I'm second, even if I'm second tier, at least, you know what I mean? Let me tell you something. Wait a
4: one second. You know, Damon um, Pinda, Damon Picasso Penda? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know him from a little boy in Pampas, Monty.
0: Get out of here.
4: Me and his mom we used to work together, best friends. Hilarious! I know him as crazy. Little Boy in Pampers, running around a house in Pampers. Insane! Yeah, well, he's still wearing Pampers up. now. When no. pandemic, well, no artist now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, being funny. I know you are, Mo.
4: <laughs> once the pandemic?
1: No, that's coming. great. So Heather, I see y'all are at
4: y'all, um,
0: Heather and uh, Maya. Y'all are at at the Laugh Factory in yes. LA right now.
3: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 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 So, so how'd we'll, y'all
1: sneak in there? So we're doing the show out of the Laugh Factory. A <laughs> okay,
3: host from the Laugh Factory. This is actually a perfect show from the Laugh Factory because if you go outside, there's Brianna Taylor on one wall and it's George Floyd, then they did an entire dedication wall yeah. on the Word. huge parking lot um dedicated to all the people that lost their lives. They put all their names along the wall and giant murals and then they have Get some- out of here. On.
0: What yeah, parking lot? Comedy
3: clubs, Most comedy clubs, let alone be in the top tier comedy the clubs. The parking lot
0: across the street?
3: They, they've been doing it all. They closed off the street for like every week. They've been closing off the street. And Tiffany Haddish, everybody's been down here standing up. And uh, Lunel, everyone's outside. Shut oh, up. And the, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and, the, and the owner, Jamie Masada, has been just standing tall like, this has got to change and whatever we got to do to be part of it. And th- this club has been dedicated for exactly.
0: Oh, that's what's comedy. up. So. That's what's up. I miss I missed that place, man. I ain't been there in a minute. Yes. Definitely next time I'm I'm in LA. Back, I'm, come on I'm coming through.
3: And then I'll cook us some Italian food. For you. <laughs> Love it.
0: You know what? I don't I don't I don't eat much of it at all. Too much, you know, it can be a little too starchy. Gotta stay away from that. Oh yeah, that's right. You're but like, um, uh, but I, like, I'll make I'll make an exception for you, for sure. <laughs> Especially you, you sound like you know what you're doing. So yeah, I'm I, down. I,
3: I, I had to get I had to get the recipes before I was I was protesting. I was being super black, and then my grandmother started to get up there, and I was like, I better I better get these recipes.
0: Hey, you can do linguine and collard greens. I'm down.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> I'm down with down. it.
3: Well, thank you so much for, for your time. This is oh, of course, been very yeah. excited for weeks. So
0: Yeah, hey, we can we can do this all night, man. I can hang out with y'all for you know for a long time. This is a great conversation, man. So hey, any other I mean, any other questions? I wanna be respectful of y'all's time too. I wanna keep y'all up all night, but uh, even hey, though no, y'all are man. three hours
1: behind me, but Man, I had a ton of questions for you, man. Some personal stuff. Oh no, I don't want to talk. About
0: <laughs> well, you know, hey, I'll decide whether I'm gonna answer it or not.
1: But, but what you got? What you got? Um in high school. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he got, he got some questions, huh? <laughs> oh boy. Um, on, huh, Mo? Yeah, I've been, I, yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> the whole for three years. It's Yeah,
3: yeah missed it too. he's reading the questions.
1: Wow. Well, Lamont had the prettiest girl in the school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but.
0: Uh, uh, look, I, you know what? I've realized I was about to put my foot in my mouth, but because it'll embarrass me, I'm going to say it anyway. I was about to be like, which one? that that wasn't that wasn't really gonna help my case at all (laughs) no it wasn't but i really i really don't know which one he's talking about go ahead say her name man we're saying good things uh, which one sabrina curtis sabrina curtis sabrina Sabrina (laughs) (laughs) dion curtis yeah man man. gorgeous Yep, yeah she's super cool she yeah, won, I think uh, she's uh, she won, she's married she with a couple of kids now too. I yeah. forget where she is now. Yeah. Um,
1: San Francisco which, or something like that, right? Uh, yeah,
0: I felt like I felt like it was yeah maybe Northern mm-hmm. California.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So I heard she's doing well. So um. Yeah. Happy for her. Um. Um. I'm still in touch. You know, we're still in touch with a lot of folks. You know, we yeah, grew up man. with men, So it's you know, it's like we kind of are able to like, hey, so. How's anybody yeah. know where so-and-so is or how so-and-so yeah. is so sometimes you get a little bit of okay good i'm glad they're doing well you know we've yeah. been losing a couple people man I people Oh man sick i saw that i
1: saw that with the alumni uh just <laughs> we, we, we lost a few people and that's and they yep. so young man it's it's yeah um, yeah it's hard all kind of me. i mean but it you know it's
0: been happening all throughout you know yeah. throughout yeah. the yes. years very just yes. different people and different uh
3: But yeah, yeah, man, I
0: I had a feeling that's who you were probably talking about. Because again, (laughs) by the time you by the time you came to school, you you know, missed like the ninth grade girlfriend, you know. So so by yeah by junior year, yeah.
1: Well, Miss and Miss Eldridge, what's her name? Uh, She passed away too, right? Oh yeah, Maria. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, Remember, remember Shonda? Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. Shonda, she passed. She died of cancer. So I I dated her for a little while, um, too. Yeah, she was um
1: see guys, I, uh, I didn't have a chance. No one had a chance.
0: Oh no please. One. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> don't let this do don't let this dude fool you. All right. So first of all, <laughs> on top of that, we had so many beautiful <laughs> girls at this school. It was ridiculous. It we was. used to literally have to fight dudes from other schools trying to come up there.
3: Because I mean, the girls with
0: just it was yeah. just like you know dancers
1: because we had, had the
0: reputation. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and all these different departments. And just because somebody's a you know a, a great ballet dancer doesn't mean you know she automatically is going to be a pretty girl. But in our case <laughs> at Ellington, it definitely <laughs> seemed to be a nice. um, just yes. because she was a you know a vocalist, or Hell, even the girls that were in technical theater were cute, I know, like, I it know. Didn't matter. everybody, literary <laughs> and media. <laughs> Visual <laughs> arts, you know. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, theater. It didn't matter. Like, it was. It so, was there. For, it was. So we there. were outnumbered anyway. Yeah. Um yeah. But you know, thankfully we. You know, our our school didn't have the kind of culture where you know you had dudes trying to date everybody and you yeah, know yeah, just yeah. like you know. Um,
1: it was a small. Take advantage it was a small. Every
0: girl they could. Yeah, man. It was a very. Very
1: small, small kind of
0: selective, yeah. you know, collective yeah. of young people. So it was one of those things where you couldn't move around too much without everybody being in your business anyway. So it didn't yeah. suit you to try to, you know, date everybody or sleep with yeah. as many people as you could. I Dude. know because
1: your word would get around. It was Come only on, four hundred students.
0: Everybody <laughs> knew your business, you know. And you did? Did you do street theater too?
1: I, you know what, I did. I think. Well, I did technical theater. So I studied technical theater. Yeah, no, um, but, but, but 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 I, don't I remember did, you doing
0: street theater. No. I did a
1: lot of sound for. I, no, I didn't. Never, I never did street theater. Yeah, because no, I don't
0: never, remember you doing it while I was never, there. So I wasn't sure. If maybe no, after I, I graduated, you theater. may have. So so so, ladies and gentlemen, we had this other program that was based at our high school. So, um, you all may have heard of uh, Marion Barry, who was you know our mayor in in Washington D.C. for quite a for quite a long time, and then. Um, he wasn't reelected and then he ran again years later and got reelected, you know, I mean, we at D.C. loves, you know, Mary Barry. <laughs> but, and Barry. One of the things that we love, we love one of things that we loved about him was again, how much he fought for the people of color in particular young people of color in that city. <laughs> So, my entire childhood, we had this summer youth employment program. Summer youth oh, employment. And one of, the, right. one, of the, one of the great, one of the dopest programs that we were able, most of us that were already Ellington students, is that there was a program called Street Theater that was um, ran by one of the co founders of our school, the, our beloved Mike Malone, God rest his soul. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and basically, over the summer, your summer job could be performing or designing or running sound or building sets or being a musician or, you know, a dancer, you know, singer or whatever, um, you know, in, in street theater amongst all the various other jobs that were available to you throughout the city through, through this program. So I think all you had to do was like be 13, right. Or
1: yeah, I think, 13, yes. 13 to 21? Uh, 13. 13. So Starting at 13, yes. 13. Yes. So even though 13.
0: technically in the city you had to be 14 to get a worker's permit during throughout the year, during the summer, Mayor Barry made sure every young person that wanted a job, you had a job. You would have had to say no just because it was a job. You might have got a sign that you didn't like. But yes. if you wanted a job and you needed a job, your ass had a job. So... Our crazy selves, being students at Duke Ellington, let me tell y'all something. We Our day started at eight o'clock. We got out at five o'clock. If you yeah. were working on a show, whether it oh, was a variety yes. show, a dance yes. concert, um, a, a, a show choir, um, one of our major productions in the theater department, there was always something happening. You, you were in rehearsal then from 5.30, 6 o'clock until eight, nine, 10, 11. I remember being there 11.30 midnight. And again, to our earlier conversation, had to get on the bus. My parents were not coming to pick me up yep. in nobody's yeah. car. We didn't have one. Our mm-hmm. uh, our behinds were on the bus together, going all the way from upper northwest all the way to southeast, northeast, yeah. southwest, mm. other parts of northwest, wherever we may have lived, and then turn around and do have, and have to be, be back, back at school at
1: eight, eight, o'clock. To eight o'clock.
0: Homework done. Yeah, <laughs> lines remembered. They set you up. You had, they set you like, up for college. So then, over the summer, our crazy nutball behinds did it again, yeah. <laughs> over, <laughs> all summer long. So Ellington really ended up being a twelve-month-long experience yeah, yeah. for quite a few of us all throughout high school. I'm telling. I mean, you, it, it really was... sets you
1: up for real product because I worked a lot of productions. I did outside yep. of that school because yep. I was prepared. I was taught. We had so
0: much work, man. We were working all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We were working, bro. We were not playing. It was so much fun. We got our asses kicked, though. I mean, it was like (laughs) that was not, Duke Ellington is not a game. But it was a good work ethic that
1: they stored in all the students. And if you messed up, if you didn't keep your grades up, they would uh, definitely. Oh, yeah. It's too competitive.
0: Y'all ass was getting kicked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you get somebody else, (laughs) or
0: or you, or you be on probation for like a year or half a year, you know, and then you better have got it together. Otherwise, you get that. You know, I understand people got letters and they would be like, "Uh, "Yeah, we will not be welcoming you back uh, next year." (laughs) Some people found out the hard way. Yeah, you had to, you had to make sure you delivered and competed, you know, and to keep your spot all the time. But yeah, so many people
1: went, uh, went directly. Uh, Memotero went straight to theater. He he got lost in Yonkers right out of high school. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, he went straight huh? to Off-Broadway. He was doing uh, Lost in Yonkers. That was, he was, uh, his apartment, uh, he lived in the village. That's where uh, Dave and I moved when we first came to New York. Taro was working already. He did <laughs> I mean, because he, <laughs> you know. I'm I telling mean, it you, was, man, we, came, it, out yeah. ready, we yeah. came out of there ready,
0: bro. We came out of there ready. Yeah. I was yeah. really concerned when I got to college. You know, you naturally have that concern, like, you know, am I gonna fit in here? Do I have what it takes? Oh man, this school's yeah. so good. You know, all these other great people. You know, talented students from all. You know, across the country and you know even other parts of the world. Like uh, you know, and then I realized I was like, oh, huh, I'm kind of dope. You know, like When I think no, like when, when
3: I think about what, becoming a comedian and me gravitating like my. F- closer friends in comedy were always Misavi and Dave, like this weird, because he was the only person I could have a conversation, a serious conversation about Shakespeare with in the comedy club or discussing Ellington or Coltrane or this and they knew what I was talking about. Cause I grew up, I grew up with, um, my uncle was a choreographer. He, he taught the Heinz brothers and I grew up on the set of the movie Cotton Club as a kid, I was a jazz drummer. And so I grew up as a tap dancer and Heather's, a, my uncle's one of his top dancers. so as a kid she grew up with Gregory Hines and Gregory's dad and all this so it's like so funny because that's been it's like it's a different group when especially when it's when it's uh entertainment in black entertainment when it comes you better sing you gotta play instruments you better act you better do it all like as a child, I, I never took time off. I never went to parties. I was you
1: have like, to be good too, you know, and you. Was yeah. at, and yeah. what's, what's crazy is you didn't want to. You were doing yeah. things that were fun yeah. and things that you loved I and I met things that were
0: square people. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. It was fine. It was great. Like so. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't really. You know, if I missed out on stuff, I don't know really what the hell it was. It was stuff that I either didn't really need. I, I. I was too busy to be in trouble you know what I'm saying so and and I really actually appreciate that so I know I think it's so great that just having these kinds of experiences and these resources and this type of education and enrichment is so incredibly meaningful and valuable for you know for young people Um, you know we cannot neglect the creative spirit and we cannot um, you know mess around with you know the funding that we put toward the arts I mean yeah, everything I mean, is included in the arts and the arts is included in everything. Yeah. And if we don't, you know, prioritize it better, we lose so much of yeah, really true. what makes us really incredibly yes. brilliant and powerful as, as, as human beings, as living yeah. organisms, as, yeah. you know, children of God, no matter how you see God, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, yeah. the the energy and the power and, you know, love and light and enlightenment that, that works and lives in every single one of us, these, these are the tools and these gifts they exist in every single one of us it's just a matter of you know what your superpower is you know yeah, what i'm saying or what yeah, which right. gifts you grab a hold on to to tell your story or to tell the stories of others right or whatever but yeah. like i can't even imagine not having this these things in my you know in my in my in my life let alone can't even imagine not having them in my dna you know yeah, but exactly. the places and the people that you've been able to grow with and, mm-hmm. um, e- you know, evolve with and and learn beside and again, as you're saying, Maya, like, share the things that you that you know and that you've learned and loved and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, again, the debates and oh man, I can't even begin to tell you how to kind of the the oh yeah, used to do the, the debates oh the, the brilliant debates. like just conversations that I've been in like Man. it's it's like it's it's crazy it's so it's it's so yeah. dope like you know go again back to I think one of the similar points what somebody made earlier I think it was Felicia It was like to have intelligent conversation with other intelligent people is priceless yeah
3: mm-hmm. it is
0: absolutely priceless you know well, Lamont
1: so. Felicia is a, a major actress she's a well-studied uh, Shakespearean incredible Word. actress she just doesn't say much but she is incredible. Um, I would, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean, just absolutely. I love to absolutely. With you.
0: Yeah. I yeah. love to perform yeah. with you one of these days. And y'all down there in the laugh factory, y'all talking about writing and stuff. Don't be writing shit without writing stuff for everybody on this phone call. Oh, <laughs>
1: everybody. Absolutely. I, and I mean, Lamar, Maya, Heather. I mean, this whole panel here is amazing, incredible people. That's, that's why. That's I'm, why I'm I'm here with. We're producing this thing together because it's just. Incredible, like I no, y'all are I y'all are really Pam, dynamic kind of Pam's collective.
3: A of, Pam's a comedian. Of came up with talk. back back in um, when I used to up at Uptown Comedy Club back uh, in back in New York. Oh um, yeah. Mike was a comedian. Yeah. Back to doing comedy. He's a producer. He does all all the big fancy movie trailers for all the biggest studios. He's in charge of all that. he's like, yeah, everybody's just, I'm just really grateful to be around like brilliant minds and, and loving people at the same time that are.
0: Yeah, man, no, that's, that's, that's powerful. I love it. You know, I'm, and Lamar, I mean, you're working just, with,
1: you're working on, uh, you're working something with children too, right? You're helping, uh, cause I, I thought in talking to Wally, he said you, you were into some projects of, uh, with uh, some youth, like the- some- Yeah, so I
0: mean, there's a couple different ways to answer that question. I mean, um, I have my master's in education, you know, mm-hmm. for one. Yes. Um, so, you know, I've been teaching and working with young people in that capacity for, you know, for the, for the longest time. But also my nonprofit um, that we started, which you mentioned Tuskegee earlier, um, yes. that's actually where that Tuskegee piece came from. So our organization initially was called the Black Gents of Hollywood. We just kind of, we just go by the Black Gents, but it was formed basically in, in, in a very similar way that this conversation is happening. Me and, you know, some of the boys and my partners in the business, we just started, you know, talking and we were like, yo, we're doing this show together, you know, um, that again, we adapted from a previous play that one of the guys had written. So when he adapted it to make it this ensemble piece with all, you know, black men in it, as we started doing the show, we're like, yo, just like y'all are saying, yo, you know how to do that. You're doing these things. You've got these skills, you come from this place. You've got, you know, we're like, we need to just like organize and find a way to collectively put this brilliance together and do something, you know, um, even, excuse me, even more profound than just being an ensemble, you know, theater company together, right? Mm -hmm. So when we thought about it, we were like, well, based on who we are and what we do and what we have, it's like, we should just be ourselves, imagine that. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, so so let's just be what it is we want other people to know, Able to see and back to this kind of tell the whole story kind of right um, principle. It's like, let's focus on um, how we can reinforce what we believe positive black male image, you know, looks like, not just on stage and screen, but also in real life. Let us be the living, breathing example for our children, for other people's children who are going to have to learn to get to know and live and love and learn with our children. Um, people who look like us and don't, let's be the example of what black male unity looks like. We don't all kill each other. We're not all competing for things. We're not all trying to take things from each other. We love each other. We work together. We build together. We uplift each other. We love and protect and, and uplift one another's families. We even love and protect and uplift people who don't look nothing like us. So let's align ourselves with other groups and other cultures you know and other organizations that are fighting for things that are also important and valuable to them and create solidarity and create community partnerships and you know so we really went about it in a way that it was like let's build out this um you know this vision that we have yes to move our artistic and and professional arts careers forward right but think about all the other things we can do at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a very organic way, we're like, all right, yes." Yeah, so let's focus on education. Yes, we're still in entertainment, but let's also make sure that there's some empowerment, you know, um, uh, that we're committed to and we'll use the arts as the primary tool, you know, uh, to, to, to do those things. So we started creating and writing our own original plays uh, and eventually brought them to New York as well and ran them off Broadway successfully for a number of years. Tuskegee mm-hmm. was the second one that ended up really kind of taking off, especially after our first play, um, gained so much, um, you know, uh, momentum. And, uh, and then unfortunately our partner, who was our kind of in-house writer director, uh, decided he just wanted to just kind of do more plays and, and focus on that. Um, the service and education, you know, work kind of, uh, is what we've now kind of focused more on. So now we still do everything from stage readings. We do stuff with, you know, poets and and other um, you know, other people who this same arts training is still important. Just because you're not a stage or screen actor doesn't mean that some of this same training as an actor isn't still important. Again, you mm-hmm. could be a comedian, you could be an on-air personality, television and radio, an orator of any, you know, of, mm-hmm. of any sort. The you know the education part we understood is like listen we need to make sure that we're imparting what we know and what we've learned uh, onto other artists. So we've always kind of had this idea of being uh, eventually maybe even being an an arts training institution in the in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, we're like look you know we're setting an example for our children. We are mentors. Um, you know we're we're we need to reach back. You know the whole each one teach one. Whether it's mentor matching, whether it's supporting other organizations that, um, you know, uplift kids or keep them out of trouble or whatever it is. I mean, our partnerships and the work we've done is like it's, it's such an incredibly long list. We're 10 years old already, you know. Wow. Um, so we've been able to do this. We started in L.A. Um, as we migrated to New York during our plays. We you know we did that work there as well. Um, As a couple guys have relocated to Atlanta and I've been working and filming in Atlanta the last five years more that work has happened in Atlanta, but we're still LA New York and then anywhere that we've toured any of our plays every tour date that we do we always have uh, uh, again a full kind of schedule of there's always a service event again there's an entertainment event and Mm -hmm. you know. The education and empowerment is always wrapped into the conversation, our media access. We have, you know, whether they're school matinees or we partner with different organizations Mm -hmm. and we might do anything from, you know, HIV testing drive to, you know, um, you know, book bags and, you know, or, um, you know, we're out uh, working with. I mean we've had countless partners the urban league i mean we urban league has been one of our major partners in a variety of different markets um you know we might have say the urban league of jacksonville kind of sponsor you know tuskegee coming down there for a few days
3: my friend um, runs the uh, hollywood naacp oh yeah and she um gives she does a theater award show and so she tries to keep the theater all the community theater and they try to also tie it into programs. It may be something. Yeah. Like, it may be something too.
0: Uh, Absolutely. She's, Absolutely.
3: She's trying to keep uh, theater alive in the communities and exactly. Quality and quality. that's part of
0: why we were inspired too, because we're like, yeah, we're in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but where's the quality theater? Mm-hmm. Unless it's the Lort theaters that are downtown. Yeah. Where you know, where is this happening in the community? And who's writing, you know, and creating and producing the work that mm-hmm. includes us? and speaks to us without the stories and images being like whack and we're sick of going on auditions and we're like what is this shit you know like this is what this is what you want me to say (laughs) you know and and eventually just like look the only way to really uh do what the only way to to you know for the things to happen that we know and believe are right and fair and equal and you know and, and full in, in their representation is to tell our own stories, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we did that, but the major, major component is always youth and young people. So, you know, that positive black male image, you know, uh, community service and youth outreach is at the core of of everything, you know, That's that beautiful. we do. I mean, yes. I'm even doing, um, we, we did some stuff with, you know, foster care and homeless children. I remember wow. a couple of years and I did a film about that. Um, called ball don't lie uh, several years back god that's old um and then now i'm actually um starring in another film that we're working to get produced that um is called uh this love wins which is another kind of you know piece that's focused on you know the welfare of our children um and focus on uh you know some of the challenges that our young people go through Mm-hmm. Uh, going through the uh, you know uh, foster care system and you know um, ad- adoption process, but also how uh, adoption can actually be a really incredible way for uh, families to form and be shaped. And you know you have to be open to the fact that um, you know family might not always uh, come in the form and in the shape you know you might think it will, but if you're open to allowing some of these beautiful children into your life it can be incredibly gratifying for, um, you know, for both parties. So, um, so this love wins is, is the name of that. And this love wins movie, um, you know, is where you can also get more information about it, but you know, really, uh, really fun story and and script, you know, Um, and then there's countless others. I'm, I'm developing another one. Now Um, we're still in our early stages. We haven't finished the script. But it also is really this this child, this boy is really at the center of that story and his name is Trace. The name of the uh, um, title originally was, was called Traces because it's actually based on a play that my boy um, wrote who's also the, the head writer on it. And But again, the story is about just the, uh, you know, the challenges that sometimes certain children in particular certain families have when there's a child kind of caught in the middle of, um, of, you know, certain situations that might uh, befall a family. And in particular, there's two men who are best friends. Something happens to one of them, or we kind of haven't decided whether it's something he chooses to do or something that happens to him. The other man steps up, which is again, this is what black men actually do. We don't desert our damn children, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when he steps up, when the other man, you know, can't be present or whatever that situation is, or is taken away, right, from the environment, like many of our black men are just stripped from the environment sometimes, not by their own choosing. Um, The other best friend steps up, but then when the father comes back, the biological father comes back into the equation, it's the challenge that these men have on what's best for the boy, you know? Mm -hmm. And how difficult that also is for that boy to decide what's best for him, right? And both men have the advantage. One's the actual biological father, but the other is his dad, right? Because right. yeah. <laughs> that's who's been there. That's who's been loving him and nurturing him. But that's, often, that's him. often
1: a big issue in, yeah. The, yeah. in, the, in yeah. the families. So, uh, it's a, so
0: that's a really cool story too. Yeah. And then since we're on this uh, train, um, I'm also um, working on a film. Well, we're the script and everything is done, budgeted, and we're in the in the race for it. And it's this really powerful story about the friendship between Paul Robeson and uh, Albert Einstein. Oh wow! And that's that's called Albert and Paul. And uh, mm. Albert and Paul film is where you can get more information about that. So again, just the the education and historic you know, information, yeah. factual information that's in there. This yeah. isn't a fictional relationship. It's a real friendship wow, that these that that, men that, had. That's incredible, that I would love to hear that. Incredibly powerful. Yeah. They uh, were allies with one another okay. in some really, really interesting and, and uh, dynamic ways. They supported one another in both of their relative cultural fights, if you will, against inequality. You know, Robeson was really um, behind, Einstein, and a lot of the anti-fascism work that was you know, um, happening in Europe and fighting that fight, actually a lot of Americans and a lot of black men and men of color were engaged in a lot of that that were not necessarily U.S. soldiers, right? As, mm-hmm. as well as ones who were, like the Tuskegee Airmen and, and legacies like that. And then, uh, crazy enough, a lot of people don't know that Einstein was also very much invested in supporting the anti-lynching work that Robeson and others were doing, you know, in in the U.S. Wow. So they wow. had this really powerful kinship and this really powerful mutual support and mutual love and respect. That I didn't to one even know about.
1: I had no idea. Yeah, I
0: mean, they <laughs> yeah. both loved so many of the same foods. Spoke German and Yiddish and Russian, and you know, loved Tchaikovsky and Heine and all this other. You know, again, it's like Maya talking about the Shakespeare conversation, right? You're able to have with your other peers and and, uh, intellectual, right? Allies, it's the same kind of thing. It's it's really, really wonderful um, story, but it also just goes uh, to speak to how uh, vindictive and intentional the US government was in making sure that they disrupted that friendship and dishonored and discredited both men and did everything they could do to make sure that they sabotaged, you know, the work that they were doing so that those two men nor and the two cultures and races that they represented could not and would not unify to speak up and work against the injustices of the uh, american government so and the irony then is that anybody associated with russia in any form was considered a communist was you know stripped of their assets demoralized their lives ruined but we can have this orange freak you know who's (laughs) literally in bed with russia the majority of his wealth is foreign money yeah can mm-hmm. be aligned with and connected to proven crooks you know and and it and it doesn't matter it's such an incredible 360 degree show of hypocrisy that um it's the it's perfect terrible. time for the story um you hey, know, Maya, excuse me and, one Maya, and
1: disturbing, what's, what's just that time same. like?
3: Our time is at wrap up, but I'm, I, I, you know, I just, before I, we even get to there, I do want to say, you know, that you should, as you're writing and, and spinning these ideas, you should really check out Felicia's um, uh, Faces on the Train. She yeah. does a storytelling, um, mm-hmm. like, like, it's like a one-person show storytelling. I was
0: about to say, is it a one-woman show? It sounds it's like it, it one might woman be a one-woman show. Uh,
3: they're so brilliant and so powerful. And where do I where find is, it? Faces find on
2: the Train? It's the audio drama podcast, so you can get it like Anchor
0: FM, Spotify, you know, it's streaming. Oh, it's something you do ongoing? Faces on the
2: Train is this new project that I launched, and it's these 10-minute flash oh. fiction audio drama. It is one woman, and uh, they're very psychological and insightful, trying to grow the conversation of the uh, things you nice. don't really know when you see a e- face. Email, you really email, email me a
0: link, yo. I need, email me that link. I'll get, I'll get it to you. I'll definitely. You can get
2: it from Mo or Maya. i I'd love so, to know what I'd love to know yeah. what
0: all of y'all are doing. I appreciate you all. You know, focusing all your eyes and energy and questions toward me. But every single one of you is so interesting. I would love <laughs> to know more about what you all are doing and and how to uplift you and support you and you know and show you off just the same. So uh, anything I can you ever you. do, you know, to push your work forward, let me know. Put it all. Email me everybody's stuff. You know, we're to follow yeah. you, we're to <laughs> yes. learn more about what you're up to, and you know, yeah, man, I I love it. I would love to, you know, be more informed and stay abreast of what you all all have your hands into. I, hey, man, I, we're going to do some stuff together.
1: together. We're doing stuff together. We're going to do. No, that's
0: going to be fun. That's going to yeah. be fun. That's dope. Yeah. So, thanks so much for you all's love yeah. and interest. You hey, know, thank you, brother.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Thank you
0: for, for sure. having yeah. me. This good was a good good time. So,
1: thank you, brother. You know,
0: yeah so and where is everybody because it sounds like y'all aren't all in the same town so so um so i know you two girls are in l.a mm-hmm. all right where are the other home girls at
2: i'm new in new york new york
0: New York. everybody else is in new york
1: no mike mike is in california too i'm in l.a, I'm in LA. Yeah.
2: alicia's in ohio i'm in ohio that's where we are now
1: oh yeah yeah she's having parties I- with dave Back at the
2: prison. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Shout
2: out to Beaver Creek.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> West <Street. All> right. <laughs> I got to get up
0: there too, man. I got to get back up there.
1: Yeah, man. Well, I look forward to seeing you soon, man. Really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To New York too, man. We got yeah. kind of stuck in the A because um, New York was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I was, right I, was there, I was
1: right there before it all happened. and I, Yeah. Uh, and I was, right,
0: to- I was right. I was right uh you know and then instead of running back up there you know we just kind of been been sitting tight but yeah i missed i missed the city i'm paying you know still paying rent on an empty apartment Hey, man. Which ain't no oh, fun.
3: I, I, I need to. We need to. We <laughs> need yeah. to yeah. cut your yeah.
0: Hey, let me yeah. know. Let, I, I, you know, I might actually be happy to do that. Please. Oh, know? that sounds great. Okay. Cool. Let's talk about it. So, you need, you need a spot when
3: you're up there. I'll I'll be, we can do some business. I got you. Back. Maya
1: <laughs> knows she got a place to stay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where, wherever she goes, she got it. Yeah,
3: to stay. same thing. You know, well, we'll all keep in touch. But it was yeah. just wonderful. That's just.
1: Yeah, thank you.
3: Listening, listening to you just uplifted my day and resharpened my focus to what's important and how we need to stay, keep our eyes, keep, here, good, good wrap up, keep our eyes on the prize.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and see. <the> Cut. All right. All right. Print that. Print that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care, y'all. My pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for Good night, everybody you All, all, good all right, all all right. right Bye. y'all. Bye.